0: for tuning in to today's Horsewoman podcast. Our show explores women in the horse industry as they share their dreams, challenges, successes. What drives these women? Well let's find out. Good morning this is Rose Cushing and I'm the host of today's Horsewoman. We're really excited. Today's guest is Tori Repo, and Tori was a winner of the American Horse Publications Award of last year. So, I I thought you would enjoy getting to know a little bit about her and a little bit about that award. So, good morning, Tori. Morning. How are you? I'm really good. So, tell us a little bit about you and and your journey into horses.
1: So, I was born in Kingston, Jamaica, um, and I moved to Florida when I was seven years old. I had a pretty normal upbringing, wasn't involved in horses or anything like that. I would watch a few Kentucky Derby races, like the... triple crown races, but nothing beyond that really. And then when I got into high school, I started volunteering with the Horses for the Handicap program, and I did that for about five years. And after I graduated from high school, you know, the summer was kind of, I mean, the program would kind of take a break during the summer. um, So I still wanted to be involved with horses, so I took a on dressage lesson that I got for Christmas, my aunt gifted me, and At the end of the lesson, my trainer at the time, Michelle Herman, asked me if I wanted to volunteer, and that's kind of how I got into working with horses more um, than the volunteer capacity that I was doing at the time, and I was at that barn for about two and a half years.
0: That must have been a very rewarding way to get into the horse industry.
1: It was. I mean, I had lunch with my former barn manager at the time, yesterday, and we were just going over, you know, how we first met, and it was a very busy barn. Her name was Daniela Vitali. her name is Daniela Vitali. and she was basically managing about 14 horses, and then, you know, Michelle introduced me to her and said, oh, Daniela, I have some help. This girl has zero experience, but um, together, you know, we worked really well, and I learned quickly, and... I kind of worked my way up the ranks. You know, it was a dressage barn, so I had interest in show jumping, but I think, you know, dressage is a good foundation. And did that for about two and a half years, and then I left and applied for an internship at Noel Floyd Magazine. Didn't get it until a year after, and then 2017, I spent the winter in Wellington um, learning under Aaron Gilmore, who was then the editor and chief of null
0: Wow, that's a great way to work your way up. Now, you got interested in equestrian journalism, so you tell me a little bit about that.
1: So when I worked at the barn, I, for whatever reason, I just was always taking pictures of the horses. Um, I did, like, little photo shoots for Verona for Christmas, and that's just something I did. So that's kind of where my journey with photography started, and then in 2016, right before I started interning with Noel, I went to the Long Jeans Global Championship Tour in Miami Beach and wrote a freelance, wrote it, not being freelance, it's a blog article for myself about growing the sport, and I look back on it today and I'm like, I, I was on the right path. I had a good um, judgmental perspective on you know what could help grow the sport, but I don't really understand how I had that perspective because I wasn't involved in sports at all. I don't know where it came from. It felt like all of a sudden, you know, one day I was working at the barn and the next day I was really involved in show jumping. Um, so when I got the internship with Noel Floyd, that's when I really started writing. i doing photography during West and did that for about three months and then came on full time after West ended and I stayed with Noel for about a year, and that experience really opened my eyes to not only the different disciplines, but, um, you know, the, the big differences between, like, European sports and American sports and introducing me to the key and the formats and, you know, Noel's magazine at the time. I don't think they're doing the magazine anymore, but I, I think the interface and how accessible it was and how modern it felt was a good placement for me, where I was. Um, And then when I left Noel, I started working or interning with the Chronicle divorce about six months later. Uh And I think that's where I got my real education in journalism because I didn't go to college. So the Chronicle really, you know, helped me mature as a writer.
0: That's really good. Now, do you still work for the Chronicle of the Horse?
1: So I left the Chronicle in 2021, I want to say, March of 2021, I think, or May. And so I went at the Chronicle for about two years. I interned. I moved to Middleburg, Virginia, and stayed there for about six months. And then I moved to make Rachel. I relocated there after the internship ended, because at the time the Chronicle was allowing remote work. So, yeah, after the Chronicles, um, I kind of burned out. I took a break from the industry, had zero plans on coming back, did freelance work, the most random job for about four or five months, and then got kind of pulled back into the horse world, worked for a nonprofit in California, and now I'm redirecting a bit again and just doing freelance work for the time being. But um, I do see myself being more involved in the sport, just in a different
0: now, tell me about winning the award. What, you know, how how was that process?
1: So, I actually had no idea that I was even nominated. It was a, it was a complete surprise. Um, my boss at the Chronicle best Raisin, he, I think, told me about it when I won, I think it was, and then I learned that Aaron Gilmore um, wrote a really nice, nice recommendation for me as well, so... The award, I still have it by my best and it means a lot to me. It's my first award. I don't think I've won anything before that, and I, it's a testament to, I guess, the effort that I've put in for the past four or five years, um, and I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a great honor.
0: Oh, definitely so. And that was in 2021. Do you feel like that the award helped advance your career?
1: So I think it gave me the confidence going forward, um, because I did transition out of journalism pretty much right after I won the award, um, but I think, you know, every day when I see it, it just reminds me of how far I've come and how capable I am, because sometimes I do struggle with, not so much anymore, but there were times when I didn't feel as qualified, or I felt like, you know, with every article that I wrote, that I was constantly... Feeling the need to prove myself and to let everyone know that I deserve to be where I am, um, mm-hmm. and I think the award kind of just reassured me that not only am I talented enough to do what I'm doing, but I'm exactly where I need to be. And going forward, in whatever direction I choose career-wise, you know my my background in journalism will
0: continue to support me and help me moving forward. Absolutely, absolutely. So. What's left on your bucket list?
1: So I have transitioned into the entertainment film industry over the past year, and I think one of my goals within this sport has always been to help make it more diverse and accessible um, to the mainstream audience. And for me, I think film is a good opportunity to do that, just because you can reach so many different people on such a wide scale that's kind of what I've shifted my focus to over the past few months, and I'm working on a project that's very special to me and, you know, if all goes well, maybe it will be picked up in the future, but um, I think there's a lot of room for growth and improvement in show jumping, and hopefully I can be a part of, you know, that chapter in building and change.
0: That's that's an interesting perspective. I'm, I'm sure that you'll be a valuable asset to the horse community.
2: Hey y'all, this is Lonnie from Mule City Specialty Feeds located in Benson, North Carolina. It's almost free time. Is your horse blooming? Does your horse have a shiny coat and healthy hooves? How much extra time and money are you spending mixing supplements in the feed room? When you could be enjoying your horse in the arena or out on the trail? Then look no further. Mule City Specialty Feeds has a line of equine feeds that delivers maximum nutrition from your performance horse to your weekend trail horse. Our line of maximum nutrition equine feeds offers five different complete, balanced formulas that will take you out of the feed room and into the saddle. In addition to equine feeds, we also offer complete feeds for your barnyard pets and livestock. For more details, visit our website at MuleCity.com, follow us on Facebook, or give us a call at one 800 587-9229. And don't forget, Mule City Delivers.
0: Now tell me a little bit about what kind of advice you would give to young women coming in our industry, because it's a tough place to make a living.
1: Right. So I think the biggest takeaway that I can share is allow your relationships with the horse to expand. Um, I started uh, as a volunteer, and then I worked my way up at the bar, and then I got into journalism, and, you know, I ride. I don't ride as much as I used to, but my relationship with the horse has constantly shifted, and it's evolved in ways that I haven't um, expected. You know, I always thought that I would want to ride more, and I don't as much, but I still go to the Grand Prix. And I'm still watching the classes, so I'm very involved in the sport, but it's just shifted, and I'm, I'm um, you know, I've matured my the relationship with the horse has matured. And I think that, especially for athletes, it can be really hard to have that conversation with yourself if you're really passionate about, you know, riding and for whatever reason you can't ride as much as you used to or if you set your sights on journalism and for whatever reason a career in question journalism just isn't working out. I think there are numerous ways to connect with the horse and to be involved beyond what you might... Um, vision for yourself so you know not really tying yourself to one possible outcome and i think that one thing that i'm trying to do more of and it's something that i got to do through journalism is just celebrating different roles in the industry and i think that's really important you know especially in the mainstream um the focus on equestrian media is always or the focus on the focus on equestrian sports is always um, the 1% in the arena, and, you know, there's an entire ecosystem of people supporting the sport that we're all a part of, whether that's the course designer or veterinarian or the chef to keep. so there are numerous ways to be involved in this sport, and, you know, allow yourself to evolve, go after what things that you really desire, and if it doesn't work out, you know, you're just being redirected in a direction that's so good for you, but I would always say, you know, stay curious, work hard, ask questions, don't be afraid to make mistakes. Um, and if you're not in an environment where you can ask questions and you can make mistakes and that's not the environment
0: for you, that's probably the biggest tip I can do. I agree 100%. I think so many people focus really hard on the relationship between horse and rider. But there's so many ways to relate to a horse that, you know, you don't even have to ride them at all to still benefit tremendously from the energy and the understanding and the relationship that you can have with them in so many ways. So I think that's right. good advice. You are very mature. Yeah, thank you. Um, I, any, for folks that want to be a candidate for this award... How would they go about, you know, getting involved with the American Horse Publications and getting recognized in this field? Any ideas there? So I,
1: I think you can subscribe to AHP. Um, I'm not 100% sure about the process of becoming... I, mean, I think you have to be nominated by an employer or maybe a mentor or a guide. But if you're interested in, you know, journalism, I know the Chronicle, still so office internships, I'm not sure in what capacity... Since COVID, I don't know if it's remote or if you still have to go to Middleburg, but if you want a formal education in journalism, and I always say the Chronicle is like the New York Times of the fourth industry because everyone there is so good at their jobs and there really is no publication in the question media that compares to the Chronicle. Um, and so if you want, you know, the opportunity to learn and build the photographer to work, you know, amongst editorial staff, and to sharpen your craft as a writer, I for sure would recommend you know going down the route of the chronicle and seeing where that takes you.
0: I agree hundred percent. The chronicle is unsurpassed, without a doubt. Well, I've enjoyed getting to know you a little bit this morning. How can people follow you? I have an Instagram. You can follow me at Tori Recall, and
1: I think that's my my horse photography Instagram page is pcrphotography One. Um, but those are really amazing to
0: a colors that I use. Awesome. I can't wait to check that page out. So thanks for being on the show today. I enjoyed talking to you. Congratulations on your win, even though it's been a while back. You certainly deserve kudos for that, girl. And we wish you the best of luck going forward. Uh, thank you so much. And thank you guys for listening, as always. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Our souls wander in similar places. Even though we may not know each other, we touch the same wind, we walk under the same sky, and our hearts wander in the same dreams. We are one, women, just like you and me. Thank you for listening.